Oh hey, I'm Emily and this is my best friend Rachel. Hey, I'm Rachel and in 2010, aged 18 and fresh out of secondary school, we went on a gap year travelling to five countries in five months. Shockingly, it didn't always go so well. We lost passports, ran out of money, jumped out of aeroplanes and landed ourselves in endless ridiculous scenarios. But what we also managed to do is write a blog about our experiences. And without smartphones or Instagram at our disposal, this blog is the only record we have of the trip of our young lives. And 11 years on, we're reliving it all by reading back over our diary entries for your listening pleasure. Welcome to the Gap Year Diaries podcast. Ooh. <laughs> hey! I don't know why I was whispering. That's not great for podcasting. <laughs> I, I don't know either. It's not. What was that? What is that? ACMR? Kind of like, no. ASMR. Hello. Yeah. A- ASMR. Hello. Oh god! Horrible for ears. It's Emily. I think I. I think I could absolutely kill that. I think oh, it's I've really got a creepy. great career ahead of me. <laughs> Hello everyone. Listen to me eating some crisps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, would, right. you would not be feeling it. Anyway, no. that's not what we're doing. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Rachel. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, Emily. Um, it's episode seven. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're loving life. Um, loving life in this sort of weird COVID limbo world. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Yay. Rachel, my yeah. darling, how yeah. are you? Oh my gosh, I had the best weekend because guess who came into the 30s club? Um, So I am now officially 30 years old. Yeah, I feel like I've been trying to reach this point now for about two years. I was just saying that to a friend. I feel like I'm now 30. Um, Yeah, so I turned 30 on the 19th of June. Uh, I had a lovely party. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I had a lovely party uh, and uh, we just had a lot of fun. And I had these obnoxiously huge 30 balloons, like these big old gold ones, like a big 3 I was having a great time dancing around, having having a lol, having a lol and a laugh. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much um, my weekend. Um, well, let me say on behalf yeah. of myself and the listeners, very many happy returns and happy birthday and welcome to being 30 obviously hey. i have wished you th- happy birthday before now i you didn't just wait have. until the recording of the podcast <laughs> to wish you happy birthday <laughs> thanks um thanks uh, but here it is again my earnest earnest happy birthdays to you cheers um really excited to have you join me in being 30 enjoy <laughs> <laughs> oh um yeah how have you been this week Emily? How have you been? Um, I've been great. Um, let me just tell you. <laughs> Sounds like a weird sleepover or something, and we're like, we can't wake the parents it's up. So we can't tell creepy. The talking. I was about to go. No, I was about to go on a tangent, but it's not a good tangent. Um, anyway, I am okay. I am fine. I am existing. I'm still alive. I'm still here. Um, I actually, something auspicious happened to me last week. I got, for the first time since the whole pandemic, I got Mm. pinged by the NHS Track and Trace app. Famously um, (laughs) high-functioning, famously (laughs) efficient app um, did actually ping me um, a day after I actually realised that I'd been in contact with someone who had had COVID, who is a friend. So I was already like, you know, well aware of the need to isolate, but Track and Trace was just like coming in, like just so you know, by the way, <laughs> immediately isolate yourself and do not leave Get your house. Get back in there. Get back Get down back there. Get back into your house. I was already in my flat. 
because I'm a responsible citizen. But Track and Trace was making bloody sure of it. Um, so yeah, I got pinged, which was quite exciting. I mean, it wasn't exciting because I had to stay in my house. Luckily, I only had to isolate for three days because I hadn't seen my friend for a week. Um, but those three days were a struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. I did a puzzle, which, you know, I like to do puzzles. That was actually yeah, a joy for me. you're a puzzle fiend. I'm a puzzle freak. I'm a freak for the puzzles. <laughs> but, um, but I think what's hard is like, obviously, you know, we've all spent this whole past year and a bit having to be in our homes a lot more than ever before. But what's hard about having to actually isolate is like, and I know this is news to everyone. I don't know if you've all fully comprehended, but you literally cannot leave your house. Like you can't even just go for a little yeah. walk. Um you have to remain inside. I don't know who's so who, I struggle who's through. new who this is news for, but <laughs> I feel like some people are gonna be like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what this fifteen oh, months really? has been all about. That's what's saying has me. That's obviously I'm not being patronizing. I know everyone realizes that, but I just mean like it's the kind of realization that you just have when it's happening yeah. to you and you're like, yeah. shit. Um I looked longingly out the window and I was like Oh, the hustle and bustle. God, I wish I was out there dancing oh. down the street, diddle do. But then I was like, no, got to stay inside. <laughs> and you were um, isolated and... on my birthday as well. Oh, Not that that made any difference because so we're like miles stupid. away. But I know I couldn't really be like coming on over. Um, but yeah, it was it it was like just yeah, it was shit. But I'm so glad you had a lovely birthday. I'm sorry I had to isolate for it. Um, hopefully I won't be isolated next year. <laughs> yeah, I was so expecting you to come out to Bangkok and everything. No, 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 jokes, jokes. I, well, no, I it was just so sad. Books. I was going to yeah. do the uh, 10 day isolation. Yeah, I was all about it. Um, but one one really fun thing yeah. was that I now know what it's like when you get, you know, like what kind of messaging you get from the Track and Trace app to tell you when to start, stop your isolation, etc. Uh, yeah. um, and my isolation ended at one minute to midnight on Saturday. Um, mm. And I was delivered the message, a message which literally said, like, congratulations, like literally said congratulations, as if it was an achievement to have stayed in my <laughs> flat for three days. And then it said, you have now been released from isolation. I was like, really? this is not like a captive breeding program. Like, <laughs> been oh released. God. I've what, released so, myself. So like, <laughs> you've now been released like, back into the wild, like some sort of Pokemon that the trainers like just discarded. <laughs> literally i was like who signed off on this wording it's terrible like could you not have just said something like your isolation period has ended but no i was released anyway i think that's more than enough of my isolation (laughs) well you're out of it now and you're back into the isolation booth of this podcast hey (laughs) (laughs) back in my flat isolating again um right then uh so back to what we're doing the podcast um so it is my turn to recap this week um emily has kindly written out the script for me <laughs> not trusted <laughs> i literally love that okay Just so read i shall the words read. in front of you rachel <laughs> like a hostage video <laughs> okay so pat right this is what i'm gonna say last episode we relieved no, we didn't really. Okay, all right, we'll start oh, that dear. again. No, dear. <laughs> uh, the writing out hasn't really worked. <laughs> <laughs> we should do like hyphens, like sound it's syllables almost like you out. should say it in your own words. It's almost like I shouldn't enforce my own language upon you. Okay. Last episode, we relived our glorious day off from turtle duties, which we had spent floating around on the Laguna with trailblazing environmentalist, entrepreneur and mangrove expert, 
Gilberto before spending a subdued evening at the village pool bar listening to Akon smack that all on the floor. I regret that immediately. That's not what was in the script. You went off script, but I condone it. You like it. Drinking beer and being completely oblivious to the advances of these sexy locals. Yeah, so that was, yeah, we had our day off. We went to the Laguna and I had a guy that was interested, but I had no idea because I was vacantly staying off into space. Um, so <laughs> will never not make me laugh in any form of recount that story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. So I'm excited to get back in uh, into this episode where, uh, Emily, you are going to explain a bit about how this one's going to work. Take it away. I am indeed. I am. Um, so we are still in Gandoka, but we, this is our last uh, hurrah of Gandoka fun. Um, so basically what I've done here is there were quite a lot of blogs um, just sort of blabbering on about our last few days in Gandoka. A lot of them were kind of incomprehensible in the extreme, like wouldn't even be entertaining to read out on a podcast. A lot of them were simply incredibly boring. So what I've done is I've taken the highlights of them all. Mm. And I've made, I've put them together um, and I will indicate where there's a passage of time so it doesn't get confusing. <laughs> it's a good idea. Um, I've written that in the script, Rachel, so if you could kindly adhere, you have that would be great. In blue. Um, in bl- <laughs> that's highlighted in blue. Take note. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's what we've done is we've just kind of popped together the highlights of our last few days in Gandoka. Um, and then after this blog, we will be leaving Gandoka. We will be yeah. saying farewell to it. And that's that's that. That's goodbye. all you're going to hear about it, unfortunately. Farewell. What's that song goodbye. from like Sunday? Farewell, Alvida saying goodnight. Thank you. Um, um, okay. Are we ready? Shall I read? We are. Emily, it is, it is you to read first. It is me to read. And actually, we've done the same thing as we did last time where we've changed the pronouns so that when Rachel reads, it's in her voice, even though mm-hmm. this is my writing. Today began in a terrifying fashion as I was screamed awake by howler monkeys as usual and then immediately informed through Rachel's manic recounts that she had experienced a waking nightmare the night before in which I had drowned horribly. Yeah, we talked about this before, Rachel's anti-malarial sponsored dreams that she used (laughs) to have. Um, They always involved death and it was Mm -hmm. almost always me that died. I don't know how to read that. Well, you, you know, I clearly wasn't very good at foreshadowing that because here you are still clearly alive. So none of them, none of them, well, none of Rachel, them were real. Don't speak too soon. Okay, <laughs> Your dreams were not time frame specific. Okay. <laughs> the main excitement today came very much in the form of new volunteer arrivals. Among them was a young American guy named Matt. However, this and any other details of his life slash personality (laughs) slash likes and dislikes were instantly overshadowed by the fact that he was wearing a pair of toe Toe shoes. Toe (laughs) shoes. Now, to explain this footwear choice, imagine gloves, but for your feet, made out of wetsuit material, and bam, you're imagining toe shoes. (laughs) Um, that I am still reading from the blogs. That's not just me saying. <laughs> like, um, I have I've highlighted here that I'm not sure that toe shoes is the correct term for these shoes. But I tried to Google it, um, and I could not find an alternative. All I could find was like a brand name. I couldn't find an actual description of what these shoes are called. I mean, toe I shoes is great. Like it says, it, it says it on the tin. I mean, it does what it says on the tin. I just yeah. really want people to understand what toe shoes are because it's yeah, yeah. so vital to enjoying this bit of the blog. <laughs> <laughs> they are literally like, uh, they're like made of wetsuit material. They've got toes. 
their shoes. I don't know how much clearer I can be. No, no, if you, you just Google toe clear. shoes. No, you've made that so clear. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, okay, I'll, I'll continue to read. I think our fascination with them can only ex- be expressed through this dialogue. Rachel, there's some dialogue. Oh. Do you want to wheel out the GCSE uh, drama again? Yeah, of course I do. Do you remember when we did that in episode two? It was so much fun. <laughs> I do remember. I loved it. it. Like it was only yesterday, which it almost was. But <laughs> yay! Okay, yeah. So we're gonna have two characters: Matt, who, the one, the American wearing two shoes, and then me, which is Emily. I'm gonna play me, Emily, <laughs> which <laughs> I'm saying in the way that you said it in episode two. <laughs> All right. I think this is the role of a lifetime for you, to be honest. I absolutely love it. Radio Four. Uh, have you get got ready. ready for drama at 2.15? <laughs> yeah. Have you got the accent ready? Have you got that oh, ready? God, the you American that out of your repertoire? Yeah, I mean, I I'm really not very good at accents, but we'll try. We'll, we'll go for it. Why not? Let's, let's see what happens. Right. It's just a learning journey that yeah, we're all going yeah. on together. Okay. Me. So your name's Matt and you're from the US. Whoa, oh my God, look at your shoes. Everyone else cranes to get a look in and awed sounds of amazement are heard all round. Yeah, my shoes. <laughs> She's kind of honestly how he said it. She's so like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds drunk. <laughs> Me again. They've got like, like holes for each toe, like toe socks, but toe shoes. What are they like to wear? Uh, Pretty much like having bare feet. Like if you walk over a rock, you can feel it. So in many ways, they're entirely pointless. But still, <laughs> bloody hell, look at them! <laughs> scene. I will say I feel like my accent veered off into weird Essex, North and South American. I was actually American. going to say that your, your accent got a lot better towards the end, actually, I was going to say. <laughs> um, I feel so sorry for Matt. I think for a second, oh, what would be nice is yeah. if you and I just journey into what it must have been like for him to turn up in the Costa Rican jungle, I know. to a new group of people, people that already knew each other, people that were already bonded, yeah. and just have them ridicule your shoes for hours. Yeah, Let's just journey into how that must have been for him. I am going to go with pretty shit. I think, I, I think that's, <laughs> I just think it's a bit, you know, embarrassing for him. And I think it's immediately pointing out something that maybe, you know, he's quite excited to come with his new toe shoes. Maybe a friend had said, these are great for the beach. And, uh, you know, maybe he felt a bit nervous about wearing them. And then us two British idiots come up and, uh, you know, really pay, you know, I wonder if a friend was like, nobody will notice them. Don't you worry. And then we did not just for that moment either. No, no, the whole day we were doing this, which is so irritating and annoying. So bless Matt. And we are very, very sorry for making you feel like that because that was a form of bullying. But just just don't take it literally. We're idiots. <laughs> form of bullying. Why, why I mean, would we get so no, obsessed right. with a pair of shoes? I don't it's so know. Stupid. I mean, it really reflects badly on us. But I mean, to, like toe shoes to this day make me laugh. I'm not going to deny that. I'm absolutely not. I, when I used to work at Lonely Planet, there was a guy in the office that used to sometimes wear them into the you office. You told me and... you rang up and said, oh my God, Rachel, there's somebody in the office that wears toe shoes. And I rang you up. You still say it in that way. Toe shoes! <laughs> I literally called you up. Oh my God. You did call I mean, me this up. is how deep the obsession runs. Like <laughs> oh 10 years God. later. 
still ringing you. I mean, yeah, poor Matt. Poor, poor Matt. Maybe he was really chilled and it didn't bother him at all and it just washed over him. God, I hope that's true. Oh my God, but Emily, really, Emily, Emily. I actually yeah. think there might have been like, again, the sort of mismatch of um, of thought processes because I think I looked down at them and thought, oh, they're a bit like those toe socks that you had in the early, early mid, you know, early mid 2000s. Didn't think much of it. You, oh my, oh my God. God, toe shoes. And I just was like yes. riding your excited wave. I see where this is going. <laughs> I see where this is going. Cleansing yourself of blame. (laughs) (laughs) A few hours later, and we'd all been hard at work under the sun's sweltering rays, raking, sieving and generally working up a sweat, looking around at a nearby pile of discarded flip-flops and water bottles, I spied an opportunity. Toshus had released his toes from their sweaty individual prisons and had left his precious footwear lying around on the sand. Rach and I instantly leapt our way around various other plodding bodies, grabbing a shoe each and popped them onto our own feet. Lopsidedly, we slopped back over to Toshu's and began chatting to him as if all was normal. It took an inordinately long time for him to register our badly hidden smirks and to realise that his shoes were out and about on different feet, but he took it fairly well, only commenting, "'You know, most people just go, "'Hey, nice shoes, man.'" You guys have been at it for a full six hours now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't match your accent at all. <laughs> That's okay. We can have I two made variants. him much more peppy. <laughs> <laughs> two variants of Matt. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah, yours was very like <laughs> sort of 80s. Later that evening. Despite our ridiculous fatigue the night before, Elias and I decided it would still be a good idea to hang out in a hammock for the few hours before our late patrol that night, instead of sensibly napping as everyone else would do. Then, to make matters wholly worse, whilst making my way down to the beach, I did the unthinkable. I trod in the path of the leafcutter ants. Dun, dun, dun. The leafcutter ants, they would like patrol, wouldn't they, in like highways? Yeah. And you, yeah. yeah. And I think you said before, like, you could tell where they were because the ground was like moving. Yeah. Like, it was almost sort of waving. And they would carry their leaves on, like, above their heads. And so you was, could see, like, just these leaves um, moving along. They were like three times the weight of their, their body weight, which is incredible. And when Emily says highways, really like six or seven lines full going different directions, mm. like crossing over one another. I still have never seen anything quite like it before with ants. It was and crazy. In, yeah. It's given me a lifelong fear of them. I respect them, but I don't, I don't really like being around them very much. They're incredibly intelligent animals. You know, we need them. I have the highest respect but I just don't want them on my body. terrified that they're going to plot against you. And be yeah. like, if anyone's bugging the apartment, yeah. I love those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, they. no, honestly, you're quite right. Like, they were powerful forces. And the thing is that they only used to patrol at night, I think. That might not be true. No, they did the, like the, it the day. Remember, there was an infestige of them in the daytime at one point. You got bitten on yeah, the ankle. Yeah, no, you're so right. You're so right. But I think what it was is that at night, obviously, it was much harder to see where they were. Because basically, as long as you lived, like, as Rachel's reverent tones are kind of echoing, as long as you lived alongside the ants and, like, respected them and didn't interfere with their ways of life, they would leave you alone. But Mm. if you, like, did anything to interrupt their flow, my God, and I did, and I paid for it that night, I accidentally put my foot in, like, the path of one of their highways and they I'm not joking they poured into my foot I was wearing converse I remember that and just started biting me just biting 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 like just oh Rachel is convulsing visibly as I tell this story 
I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I took my shoe off. I tried to shake them out. But the thing is, once they're in, they're in. They went up my trouser leg. Oh my God, it was a nightmare. But I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to be like a sort of pain in the ass when we were about to go on a patrol. So I kind of shook them out as best I could, put my shoe back on, like reapplied my shoe with ants everywhere oh, and just like carried on oh Absolute god madness. oh my god no it would have been a shaking quivering nightmare of a mess nope by the time elias and i had joined miriam lisa and toshus by the station to begin our patrol i was not in a good way a few hours of walking later with my feet squirming around and shoes full of viciously biting ants oh, and my mood had not improved shockingly <laughs> That is a gross understatement. My mood had disintegrated so that poor, poor Toshu's was only receiving indiscernible growls in response every time he tried to make conversation, even though he had sweetly given me a hefty chunk of his ration of patrol snacks, which I simply munched through in a silent rage. Right, I just have to... You did not deserve a single bit of that ration that day, considering we just sat and bullied him the whole day. And he kindly... I think I even said to you, Emily, that is super kind that he... I think you would acknowledge that as well. That was very sweet of him. Yeah, you still were just like, fine, just <laughs> snatching it from Toshi's and crunching it down. Honestly, what an absolute <laughs> cock I was. So Poor, mean. sweet, sweet oh. Toshi's, protecting oh. at all costs. He was probably feeling quite smug that the ants couldn't penetrate his Toshi's. Yeah, you know, like, it was karma. It was absolute karma. You were wearing Converse's, he had his Toshi's, you know he what? was happy. Looking what? back, 11 years on, mm. I think you're right. I think mm. it was karma. I think I it really was. It was. I've never seen it as that until this very moment. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> never again will I ridicule someone's footwear for Good. fear of leaf cutter ants being like, I can just imagine them in a distant land, like with their ears, <laughs> or if they have ears, whatever, antenna pricking up, being like, she's doing it again. <laughs> someone's wearing a pair of Doc Martens and Emily's taking the piss. I don't know why Doc Martens. I have Doc Martens. Crocs. <laughs> and Emily's taking the piss. Tonight we ride. <laughs> About 10 minutes after we had stopped to sit on a log for a small bit of rest and I was angrily crunching my way through Toshu's second bag of pretzels, it began to rain. A tropical storm type of rain. Sighing a sigh that put forth all the sorrows of the world. <laughs> that is an absolutely ludicrous overstatement. I pulled my sexy North Face jacket from around my waist, zipped my way into it and not thinking at all of the consequences, put up the hood. Remembering that I had just had the jacket round my waist and was sitting in a small sand dune, I think we can all guess what had happened next. A cascade of sand, shells, rocks, insects and general beach debris descended down my already damp face and neck. I cannot describe the rage that followed. Well, I'm glad I haven't described it because I'm sure I enacted it upon poor Toshu's. I was about to say, I feel sorry for Toshu's in this. In Matt, actually, giving his real name. I feel sorry for Matt in that. He's given you his rations. He's put up with you all day. And now he's just a clammy and infestation rage monster. <laughs> I know. Sandy, sand monster. Yeah, literally know. the sand monster. Isn't, he like, isn't that a song from Metallica? Enter Sandman. Enter yeah, Sandman. you. Yeah, enter Sandman. <laughs> enter Sandman, and in comes me in a North Face jacket, sand down my face. I'm sure that's what Metallica were envisaging when they penned those lyrics. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, God, oh, we've said it a bazillion times already. But Toshi's oh, my my friend, my love. I'm so sorry. I can only apologise eleven years on. Yeah, I'm sure he's oh. doing just fine. I wonder if I'm he sure ever recounts the story far. of us. <laughs> Probably not ever. I don't know. 
I honestly don't know. I'm sure he's doing far oh. too well to be listening to our podcast. But Probably up in Silicon Valley, as I saw in your notes, I was like, I like that note. He maybe is. <laughs> you Silicon stole that for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, I mean, I might as well say it now. I do. I do hope and think that um, Toshi's is probably some CEO of like a tech startup and is like earning a bazillion dollars a week or something. That's what I hope. Yeah. He's he, probably designed some new Toshi's. With, he like, probably Bluetooth has, yeah. Or something. yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah. Very mid two thousands reference. Um. Okay. So then we've got our final third of the blog where we kind of go forward in time again, and this is the part where we actually are leaving Gandoka to go onto a new hostel and finding out what stupid things Emily and I got ourselves into when uh, we left and arrived. Okay. Today we left Gandoka and the turtles to their own devices. It was a solemn goodbye, made all the more so by the faint England-esque drizzle that was gracing the jungle with its presence that morning. It really did feel like a weird British day, and it made me very homesick. It was odd, it it was was damp. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a strange feeling. I felt like mum was just round the corner or something, and we were about to go home. come to pick you up. Yeah, come to pick (laughs) me up. Come on, you've had a lovely time at Turtle Camp, off we go home. Okay, so the journey back was smooth and uneventful, something we hadn't come to expect on this trip so far. But soon enough, Emily and I found ourselves locked in the bathroom of our new hostel in San San Jose, as Casa Yosas was sadly full at this moment, having this conversation. So we had arrived, we were damp, sandy, irritated, annoyed, lovely guests to welcome into this new hostel environment. And we also stank. Yeah, oh, that damp smell that we we had. I'm sick of it fetid no, and grim. pungent we're probably yeah, we moulding somewhere in. in our clothes as well like no exaggeration there was possibly some spores gaining gaining a little Sp- community <laughs> spores <laughs> just, I like yeah. it wasn't just us that stank as no well. like we also just had like bags of stinking clothes no it was it was um potent and i and it was a stench and i will say me and emily were like showering twice a day and also getting into the sea like most days as well so we were around water a lot cleaning ourselves (laughs) i don't want to seem like we were skanking it up we weren't rachel i don't think anyone would blame us that much but no we did make attempts at personal hygiene but they were in vain unfortunately i think just purely because of the as we said unceasing humidity um scratchy sand sand Really the scratchy. just general um yeah it Never was quite muddy as well dry. a lot of the time yeah it was strangely muddy and just you know when you mm. go in the sea and you've got that like, like sort of film yeah. of sticky uh salt Salty. all over your skin mm. and then the sand attracts to that you're just like a walking like beach magnet <laughs> just layers and layers, yeah, layers. Of horrible things <laughs> like an onion from shrek layers, <laughs> layers. we love to reference shrek on this podcast <laughs> I blame Chris. I mean, it's it's the best thing. It's always got to be referenced. But yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. It has to be said, like literal sort of human embodiments of piles of shit. Um. So yeah. So we rocked up to this hostel, and I very I regret saying this. Um. No, no. We went to the hostel. We spoke to the receptionist, which we'll explain in a second. And I came away from that with Emily, and I just said this demeaning line. I said. Oh, bloody hell, that receptionist was a bit unnecessarily rude, wasn't he? Like, how mean is that? No, he wasn't. We were the horrible ones, literally stinking. Well, um, and I Emily, mean, I've, you... I've written 
Yes, you uh, have actually my response, I think. rectified this and Emily is going to say her response in her voice to my stupid mean comment. <laughs> Go on, Emily, what did you well, say to me? This, I mean, this is written in the blogs as a piece of dialogue and it's got Rachel saying her thing of bloody hell, the receptionist was a bit unnecessarily rude. And then my reply was, yeah, totally. I mean, we cruise into his hostel with two massive bags of stinking damp jungle-soaked clothes, not making any effort at all to speak his native language, requesting booking discounts because of weird British identity cards that he's never even heard of, getting impatient when he doesn't know the correct spelling of the obscure English village in your home address. And now we've locked ourselves in one of only two bathrooms in the hostel already for a good half hour and aren't planning on coming out anytime soon. Yeah, he's been completely unreasonable. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was really quite Demanding over this card. I called you out there. He did. He I did. called you out. You did. Um, I deserved you know. it. Um, but yeah, I think it. I think that comment probably just came from the fact that we were just exhausted and we just wanted somewhere to lie our sleepy heads that yeah. wasn't like, um, yeah, our jungle beds. But um, yeah, <laughs> it was were kind of born of the massive Karens. Um, yeah, say. we were, and I think it was just born from a sense of, well, this hostel card I was given back in England said this and this and this, and I took it very literally. Um, and for those that know me quite well, I'm quite a literal person. Um, <laughs> you also love a discount. I also do, Lord Kai, yeah, which means a discount in Thai. Lord Mac, give me a discount. <laughs> I love how that's something you've learned. Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite a popular little. <laughs> word that one probably saying it wrong but um uh, you sound good to me uh, so once we had eventually washed ourselves in an amazing hot shower oh god i still remember that shower it was delightful mm. really we were in there something. for a good 45 minutes yeah we really were separately obviously we weren't <laughs> in there together <laughs> um we met up with alias from uh, you know we've been hanging out with him for a bit who had returned to san jose at the same time but had been lucky enough to nab himself um, a room at the highly sought after casa Yosas, and then headed wholeheartedly to the mall oh the mall that was a very <laughs> yeah i'll get to that once there we gorged honestly gorged ourselves into an oblivion <laughs> on a plethora of fast food products and then zoned out in front of a film in the mall cinema it was a true antidote to our previously jungle way of life, but all three of us agreed that the time we'd spent there had truly been remarkable and we were sure never to forget it. Okay, so I want to say what I remember is going into that mall and being quite shell-shocked at seeing metal, steel, luminous lights, artificialness, metal lots of Yeah, steel. yeah, yeah. You hadn't seen metal and steel in ages. They were, you <laughs> there know, was metal at the station. No, there wasn't. There's was no metal anywhere. Okay. Not a bit of metal. No inside. internet, no metal. No scrap metal. Um and there's an abundance of people and sounds and um yeah, just like a height to the building and things like an escalator I know that sounds kind of strange but it's it's um if you've ever seen the island or Belle Grylls the island and they're on that island for like a couple of months and then they get off it and they're all kind of like shocked to see you know civilization again it did feel quite like that it was quite you know sensory overload for me and I saw food and because we'd only famously been eating rice and beans and we were dreaming about food a lot of the time so I just went insane I just bought McDonald's I think I bought like Oreos I bought chocolate I I bought a hamburger, I bought chicken nuggets, I got popcorn, I think I got something else chocolate after that, I think I got some ice cream. I was just going crazy and I think I looked pregnant after that hour of just like feeding myself. <laughs> I felt so sick as well. Like my stomach was like in like pressing against like a proper little food baby. 
That's what I remember. And you had a little KFC. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring that up, are we? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, I have similarly palpable memories of this. We went into like, we just sort of saw red in a kind of food way if that makes sense um it was kind of like a sort of cartoon where like everything in front of our eyes turned into food and we were just like (laughs) and um yes uh regrettably i had um converted to being a converted like as a religion i had become a vegetarian just Mm. prior to going on this trip which was really a terrible time to become a vegetarian but um when going traveling through as well no you were so on it though Apart from this moment. Yeah, well, I wasn't apart from this this moment. Obviously, I told them at the um, station that I was vegetarian and that was obviously just one thing. And then I was just given vegetarian food. So it was kind of like I made it easy for myself because they just weren't weren't serving me any meat. But when we got to that mall and I saw the KFC, I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. And I think I had what are they called like Back twisters, it. like I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't really, yeah. Twizzling, I, I sizzling, turkey twisting. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously, neither do I, because I have now been a vegetarian for 11 years. Yeah, you? yeah you have. Um, I have, yeah. Um, and this was one of very few times that I've deviated from it in those 11 years. But um, yeah, oh my God, my food baby was similarly like third trimester sort of vibes. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think we like waddled up our sort of pregnant selves <laughs> over to the cinema for some reason. Oh, she was such a treat. It's so cute we went to the cinema. You can't do really films very well. You get really fidgety and you can't sit still. You're like a small child. I'm not very good at films. No, you're really yeah. not. Every time I looked over at you, you're in a different position. <laughs> I struggle to sit still, like moving around. Um, but yeah, I do remember that. I remember that also very well. But that's a very cute last line that I've written there. I mean, it's for, for once a line that's kind of heartfelt yeah, and yeah, wholesome, which is, is rare. Um, and we never have. No. And now we've made a podcast about it. I know. And I feel like I'm ruining the moment because I just remembered when we went to the cinema and there was, we went to go and see a horror movie and you had one of those cinema posters (laughs) and there was a kind of a grudgy type character coming out of a doorway looking, you know, gross and hideous with skin falling off it. And uh, I pointed to this and went, Emily, it looks like us in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I laughed and laughed and laughed at my own joke. Oh, we laughed. <laughs> How we laughed. How we laughed. We I just laughed. thought I was we hysterical. So <laughs> you really did. And our food babies were like jiggling around. <laughs> Loving it too. Okay, well, that's the end of that. That's the end of our time in Gandoka. Yeah, I know. Gandoka, we never go back as well. That is that is it. We never go back. We never return. <laughs> never, ever. We were never to return. I mean, we could still return. Um, but we haven't as of this moment. No, no, <laughs> not. <laughs> um. Oh well, that's a shame. But obviously, you know, good, good to move on. Move on to different things. Obviously, there are many more adventures. Sands to come. of time. But before we march, the sands on. of time <laughs> march on. Time's out. Old Father Time continues <laughs> to pass. Um. But before we do, let's discuss. But Rachel, who is the best person you met slash your favourite memory with a person that is not me? Um, well, it was a moment I haven't quite mentioned, but um, looking over at my own diary notes, there was a fantastic memory that popped up with you um, and I think Elias. So we were chilling, listening to our charged iPod shuffles and you said, right, um, Rachel, listen to this song. I want you to tell me what this song is called. And it was the Billie Jean song from Michael Jackson. And you know, it goes... Dun, 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 
and and you know it's quite a long build up and I was still had no idea what it was and you were waiting on me and then this weight was just growing and growing in tension and you said to me Rachel if you do not get the name of this song before the chorus I'm going to lose all respect for you and as soon as the Billy Jean hit in I was like oh it's Billy Jean <laughs> and you yeah. were just like despairing at me oh god's sake and um, so that as, was a, as that was some a con- memory as some context Rachel's uh, musical knowledge is I mean, I don't want to be mean, but... No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's pretty lackluster. It's really bad. <laughs> really which bad. I, which, like, in a similar way to how you find it really frustrating how I can't play cards, <laughs> I think this is my version, because my, like, I have quite extensive musical knowledge just from you were a sponge i don't know how you do it you you can listen to a song once and like know pretty much all the lyrics i don't even exaggerate with this you've got a board game about lyrics that is locked in your family home i'm never allowed to play that game again (laughs) the rage came out in a cupboard i we played it once one christmas um i ended up throwing it across the room and then i was banned from ever playing it again it was because I was so angry with whoever I was on a team with because they just weren't up to my standard. But anyway, this is a tangent. And we uh, don't have time for it. Um, my best person. <laughs> yes, yes, who is your I best I think we person? can all guess who <laughs> that is. Um, I Once more, and obviously I've gone into this extensively already, but I just want to apologise once again publicly. And I'm sure this will be one of many apologies we make on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I want to apologise publicly to Matt, aka Toshis. Um, I will find him and I will send him flowers. Um, yeah, love, love hearts. Mm-hmm. And I will propose marriage. Um, <laughs> he took our teasing with such class and he was he so really gracious. Did. And he is a much better man than either of us. Right. Bib, bib. Um, what was your lesson that you learned? Um, pretty short and sweet this week, but simply that karma is a bitch. <laughs> if you ridicule someone's footwear for long enough, leaf cutter ants will find you. They have... <laughs> extensive databases <laughs> they know everything that's going on and if you look at someone's you know balenciagas and make some comments and be like oh they look a bit stupid you're getting a visit from the leaf cutter ants i can't specify when but it's coming and that's my lesson <laughs> it's coming to you um it's coming to you <laughs> rachel what did you learn that hostel cards are lies like these discount cards are just marketing ploys and lies because nobody really knows what they are not even sta cards really got us overly far it's just you know the big chain ones will know what they are but not these small independent ones and you know the middle of the city in san jose you won't get anywhere with them and i had to learn that the hard way and uh, i was really quite irritated by it by it i really had so much reliance on this yeah when i did get my pathetic 10 percent discount um (laughs) Yeah, I did learn my lesson from that. So just be careful yeah. about marketing. <laughs> You'll just be met with bemused receptionists, basically. Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, well, then, guys, thank you very, very, very much for listening to our podcast. Um, as ever, if you want some more goodness, um, you can follow us on Instagram at, at Gap Year Diaries Podcast. Um, next week, we have more tales from Costa Rica. This time, we're in a new location. We're in Monteverde. Mountains, rainforest canapes, and uh, <laughs> rainforest canapes. <laughs> we're not eating it. Rainforest canapes. Can- <laughs> We've got some lovely uh, goats cheese canopy, canopy. rainforest canapé. The, the rainforest canopy. 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 And uh, we, <laughs> d- we get up to all sorts of fun there. There's some really classic, iconic <laughs> stories from that trip. Um, I have fondest memories from there. Um, really, really good fun. Um, 
And yes, if you would like to review us, I hate asking for that. But it please, does. Please um, give us five stars. Or, you know please, what? Please I just love give the us five stars. I love oh how God. you're just talking over that creepy yeah. song. Yeah, she's absolutely unperturbed. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like tuning it out. I think over the years you've just learned to just tune me out. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Um, no, that's all right. Um, I was saying you can review, um, send a text or send a little little DM or a PM send an or SMS. an AM or a PM, an SOS um, and share share <laughs> with a friend, uh, share, share this with a friend if they, you know, if they like travel, this is quite a good place to be. Um, and we also love hearing your stories from it. We love, we love to hear, you know, your thoughts and we enjoy hearing the, yeah, your feedback from it and getting to hear your experiences it's such a joy it really is it's and uh, we really mean it when we thank each and every one of you and emily at a uh, fil- uh, time of filming we now have over 200 downloads Woohoo! which is really exciting oh we get it on time this time um i love that people are downloading us yeah it's so cute it's so sweet thank you thank you everyone so much. do really sincerely mean that yeah, I know that really I do. struggle to be sincere at the best of times apart from you do I don't even know when you're being sincere shoes. most of the time <laughs> but I really sincerely am thankful for everyone that listens to the podcast everyone that downloads um yeah. we really hope you enjoy it thanks everyone see you next week bye guys bye.